Hello and welcome to the News Roundup. I'm Oliver Thompson. And I'm Catherine Daniels. Coming up on this week's programme, Camp Education turns 125, the Stanley vs Biffside Games and tussock planting on Sea Lion Island. After three weeks of no positive cases, this week it was revealed that there are currently six cases of COVID-19 in the islands. These six people are in quarantine and all came from the flight, which arrived in the Falcons on the 31st of March. A member of the crew had become unwell on arrival and was confirmed as positive. Crew members are exempt from the PCR testing prior to travel. However, this individual had tested negative using the lateral flow device before leaving the United Kingdom. The trial of Raj Thapa opened in the Supreme Court on Tuesday morning. Mr Thapa is facing one count relating to an incident which was alleged to have happened on December the 14th last year. Closing speeches from defence and prosecution took place on Wednesday afternoon, with the acting judge Mrs Sarah Whitby addressing the jury on Thursday morning. The jury returned a verdict of guilty just before lunch on Thursday. Mr Thapa was released on conditional bail and will return to court for sentencing at a later date. An Executive Council paper from the end of January stated that if the Falkland Islands government does not act soon, there is a serious and significant risk to the King Edward Memorial Hospital. MLA Ian Hansen spoke to FITV about the state of the hospital. Um, the hospital is an old building. You must remember it was, uh, it's ooh, 30 years old, no, probably more than that now, nearly 40 years old. Uh, so things are bound to be going wrong on it. Um, but I think it's probably down to, and it's not criticising the people that have tried to keep the maintenance up in the hospital, it's just the fact that there's been a lack of resource. The team that's been working in the hospital for many years now probably should have been five or six, six or seven. It's been two or three. So, you know, that's, that's probably where it goes. And there's always, always is with any buildings in the Falkland Islands, they deteriorate fairly rapidly because of the conditions of the salt water with everything. I, I think that uh, uh, what this assembly and the previous assemblies I've been on have done have always supported the hospital with money. I mean, there's a lot of money put into hospital development at the moment. There's over two million pounds being put into that. So I don't think there's money lacking. It's just getting the people to do the job to get it up to the uh, standard we wanted again. And, and that's been worked on all the time. In May 2005, a constitutional referendum was held in St Helena to introduce a ministerial government, but it was rejected by 53% of the voters. In March this year, another referendum was held, and despite a low turnout of only 17.3% of eligible voters, the majority chose a ministerial system over a revised committee system of governance. We spoke to MLA Mark Pollard about whether the ministerial system could be a possibility for the Falkland Islands, given that a review of the constitution is currently in progress. Uh, I, I certainly hope we don't we don't end up going down the ministerial system route. It's uh, I mean we can certainly certainly move a bit towards it. Um, I, I think if we went sort of full ministerial system, you'd end up creating almost another another layer. It um, it would certainly, in, in my opinion, create more uh, more headcount within the um, MLA office or within the government departments to sort of facilitate between the, the MLA acting as a, as a minister. The first round of vaccines for people aged 18 to 45 concluded with 2,605 first vaccinations given. 1,717 people have now been fully immunised with first and second doses. The remaining second doses will be given before the end of May. 
This week is an exciting week for Year 10 who have been given the opportunity to take work experience placements in a variety of vocations. It aims to build confidence of students and get them thinking about future careers. FITV had three such students who immersed themselves into the production of a piece for Falklands in Focus this week. We've been having a smashing time and with any luck, this week out of school has given us the boost we need to achieve in the real world, as well as an interesting week with professionals in many different fields. From all of us here at FITV, goodbye. Several years ago, FITV's Caroline Scott, along with the Watch Group, visited Sea Lion Island to help plant tussock grass in a bid to combat the erosional processes and create additional habitats for wildlife. I went back to Sea Lion Island to see the progress and speak to Mickey Reeves and Sarah Croft of environmental group Wild Falklands. So a lot of the tussock we planted at Beaver Pond, even three or four years ago, it's now already sort of making its own babies, as it were, and self-seeding. Um, and these, of course, are spreading, so the more tussock, the more it self-seeds. But also you can see in areas that tussock can act as a bit of a windbreak as well. So where we've planted tussock in some areas, um, it kind of acts as a, a, a physical barrier. So as the wind is blowing peat or other eroded uh, areas, it's kind of capturing that, that peat. Um, and then it's creating sort of more, more peat around the tussock and other plants can get in there as well. So it kind of gives a, a foothold um, for other, other sort of plants to take off as well. The Goose Green Shearing Shed was a hive of activity last Saturday as members of the community gathered to soak up the delights of camp life at the Rural Business Association's annual agricultural show. Campers demonstrated a variety of agricultural activities to the public, including shearing as well as showcasing livestock. It wasn't just sheep and cattle on display. Part of the Goose Green Shearing Shed was transformed into an exhibition space for local artists and handicrafters to show off their creations. With the Island Games postponed, there has been a lack of sporting competitions for athletes of the Falklands. Last Saturday was the return of the annual MPC vs Stanley Multisports Games, which gives competitors the opportunity to play against other opponents. Competitors competed in a total of 10 sports, ranging from squash, balls and football. This competition was ahead of the Falcons Games, which will take place later this month. We caught up with the National Sports Chair, Mike Summers, about looking forward to the future overseas competitions. I, I, hope, you're, I hope you're getting that fantastic. That's, that's why it's important to have an event like this, you know, to generate some community spirit to get sportsmen together talking to each other and, and playing sport with each other and to create that link between the civil and military communities so that we can then we can then carry on playing our sport throughout the year and not just at a you know a one-week event uh, during the year so that's it for this week's news roundup join us next time <laughs>